Hey, Bridal Babes, welcome to the Bridal Babe Society podcast, where we talk all about building the bridal business of your dreams. Hi, I'm Emily, and I've been a bridal makeup artist for over a decade. I'm a bridal team owner turned educator, passionate about helping women gain the financial and schedule freedom they deserve. Join me as we navigate the confusing and overwhelming waters that come with entrepreneurship. Being a business owner is tough, but so are you. Consider me your new Bridal Biz BFF. Hey, Bridal Babes. Welcome back to another episode of Bridal Babe Society Podcast and the first episode of 2024. I'm so glad you're here, and I truly cannot believe a whole year has passed again. I really hate that the saying my parents always told me, I'm sure it was the same for you, that time goes by faster the older you get. And sadly, it's so true, and it makes me so sad, especially once you have kids. Like Life is just so fast. I'm really excited to share with you today just some ways that you can help prep yourself for this year to come, prepping yourself for success and also while at the same time prioritizing your mental health. That is kind of like my mantra for this year. And I've really been spending some time the past couple months figuring out what my plan of action is for 2024. And that's kind of what I'm going to talk to you about in this episode. Maybe you can relate, but last year was a whirlwind from sunup to sundown every single day for me, and I had been feeling so burnout. As a business owner and a single parent, I definitely continually struggle with the balance act of my to-do list, mom life, business responsibilities, trying to fit self-care in there and my mental health, also just household responsibilities, and just so much more. In 2023, I took on a shit ton. So long story short, for those that don't really know my story or don't follow along consistently with me, I had to move my businesses. And I had actually two separate locations because I have my bridal company where I have a team of about 20 artists. We do hair and makeup. I also have a skincare business. So I had two physical locations that I was managing and it was just becoming really, really difficult. Around March of 2023, I had found a great location and moved forward with it, but this required a total revamp of this property and a build-out. So it basically is a three-bedroom house that's converted into a commercial property, and it was an insurance agency for State Farm. The house was gray and red, which is absolutely atrocious to me, (laughs) and it also had an attached garage. And that was what made it stand out for me because I was really looking for a special type of property because my goal was to find one space where I could physically merge both businesses because technically they're sister companies to where I'm only technically having one set of utilities, one rent, that kind of thing. So the unfinished garage is what was the vision for my bridal suite. The beauty of this property and why I was looking for something so unique is because when merging my businesses, while that sounds great, I still want them to remain separate, if that makes sense. Like I still want them to be able to maintain their own identity. So with this setup and the way we did the build out and things like that, each business has its own entrance, but they are also internally connected, which was what my goal was. So as you can imagine, it took a few months. There were lots of delays, things we had to do over and over big financial expenses, and just a lot of unexpected expenses, which really, really put a strain on my life. But everything worked out. Obviously, it always does. But honestly, no offense if there's any men listening to this. But if you want something done, give it to a woman. Period. End of story. 
the mental and financial load of all of that while still being a single parent was a lot. But gladly, we're on the other side of that now, but I do still have nightmares, I'm not going to (laughs) lie. But for those of you that don't know, like I said, I do have my other business, The Glow House, which is my skincare business. That actually started a few years ago as an extension of my bridal business when I was mostly still solo. I had already started building a team a little bit, but I had started that as an extension of my artistry business, which I was a bridal makeup artist solo for almost 10 years before I started building a team. It has been so much easier to manage both of my businesses now that we're at one location, and I could not be more grateful to have found such a special, unique property where I was really able to make that happen. Last year, I completely neglected myself, and that is just something I do not want to do this year. I also realized that a massive, different type of approach to business ownership needed to happen for me in my life. While at this point in time, I technically am running three businesses, my online education, my bridal company, and my skincare, even with just one, it is so hard to navigate all the different hats that you have to wear in business ownership. It can feel extremely stressful and all-consuming. But if you've been around for a minute, you know that I am a believer that if something is not working, fix it and find a new system. That is something that I do consistently in all aspects of my life. If something isn't working or becoming a challenge or whatever it is, I want to find a solution. I'm very solution-based in my life, and that's really how I run my business, managing a team, all the things. If there's an issue, I want to figure out what the best solution is, and I want to find a way to get to that solution. I truly cannot stand staying in a state of chaos for longer than I have to. So figuring out workflows and systems and processes is just my bread and butter. It's what my online bridal business education is built on. So it's something that I know I can do. And that's kind of how I approach different struggles that come up in life or business. But in this episode, I really just kind of wanted to share some of the things that I've learned and how I'm making changes for a different more positive 2024 that prioritizes self-care, mental health, and honestly, just balance and being content. How we take care of ourselves physically and mentally matter, and it will affect every aspect of our business and our personal life. You can really only neglect it for so long until it catches up to you. And I'm at a transitional period of my life and business that I'm at that point, and I have got to do things different this year. To put it simply, my goal for 2024 is just to live a life that feels more content. And when I say content, I mean in the sense of not having to feel like I have to be in hustle mode 100% of the time. Does that make sense? So don't get me wrong, like there's always going to be hustle as an entrepreneur, but I want it to feel more balanced in this season of my life. That's just kind of where I'm at. I have put in over a decade of hardcore hustle. And I just want to slow down a bit without feeling like I'm sacrificing success. And that is a mental battle more than anything else. So like I was just saying, if you've been around for a minute, you know my jam is workflows and systems, very solution-based. So whatever's not working, I'm going to figure it out one way or another. So in my opinion, if you are also feeling that way, the first thing that I really did is to make a list. You got to get clear on what those stressors are in your life. So make one for your personal, make one for your business, whether you write it down, do it on a dry erase, do it digitally in a Google Doc, whatever it is, make a list of all the things that are adding stress to your life that you want a different approach for. 
Once you get clear on those, it's so much easier to tackle them and to come up with systems that help you get to a better place. So the first couple things I want to go over have to do with really just setting personal goals and prioritizing your mental health. I have a toxic trait, which it has provided a lot of motivation in my life. So I can't call it toxic fully, but for the most part, it can be pretty toxic. I have a very all or nothing mentality and it has held me back in many areas of my life, whether it's trying to get in better shape, eat healthier, business ideas. The list is endless, honestly. I am really trying to break this part of my thought process though so that I don't completely let myself down by setting unrealistic expectations, especially with the season that I'm in. Maybe some of you out there are mamas too and can relate, but there's just different priorities as you navigate motherhood. So I just have to keep working on tricking my brain into thinking that small habits are extremely impactful just as much as going hardcore from the start. And I'm just trying to ditch the whole all or nothing mindset. That's going to be an ongoing journey, but that is something that is important for me going into 2024 and something I'm really, really trying to work on. The next thing that I have done and I really recommend it is unsubscribe and unfollow. I don't know about you, but I am so freaking over following people who make me feel like I have to compare myself or my business imposter syndrome is real. We have all experienced it and it sucks. And I'm just like sick of doing it to myself. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I have been unsubscribing from most emails. If it doesn't add something to my business or improving my thought processes or my mental health or something that is adding an actual benefit to my life, I'm unsubscribing. So I'm also unsubscribing for things that make me want to impulse buy things that I don't need. I do not need the latest sparkly cowgirl boots that I saw from one of my favorite boutiques. I don't need those right now. So I'm just really trying to clean up what I am putting into my brain every day. And that includes social media and also your inbox, which I'm always in my inbox. So I'm really just making sure that I'm unsubscribing for things that do not contribute to my mental health, make me a better parent, make me a better person, or help me in my business. Bye. Also on the point of unfollowing people that make you feel like you have to compare yourself, that goes for business and personal. So if you have a personal social media or just a business, whichever, I recommend unfollowing anybody that makes you have imposter syndrome. It's not worth it. You don't deserve to feel like that. And there's nothing you're going to miss out on in life by not following those people. You know what I mean? So I would just unfollow. The next thing is to get a damn therapist. (laughs) So. Trigger warning here about loss, but I have a lot of unresolved grief that I have not dealt with. For those that don't know my story, I'm not going to really go into it here. It is on Instagram, but I lost my mom very unexpectedly days before I had my daughter and I have not recovered. I have not dealt with it. It was in May and it was right in heavy wedding season. I also just had a baby. So I'm learning how to become a mom without my mom, who was my soulmate in life. And All of that had to take the back burner. You know, I had to show up. I was in a toxic relationship. I was engaged, had my wedding dress, had a venue, saved the dates, all the things. And life just got turned upside down into 2018 for me. And there's just a lot I haven't dealt with. And I really want to stop pushing that down and just deal with that this year. So that is a top priority for me. I'm also working really hard on just setting really firm boundaries. I would say I'm generally pretty good at this. I just really have a no tolerance policy of bullshit in my life in general. I've always kind of been like that. 
but I'm just really getting clear about things that cause me stress or make me feel obligated in my personal life, and I'm just not doing it anymore. Another thing I've done is condense my social media and email accounts. So anything that's really not necessary for you to be looking at every day or managing on a daily basis, I removed it from my phone. You can always go back and log into those things when needed. But if it's not something I'm consistently wanting to invest my time in, I have removed it. And then the last thing I did on this subject is I actually took some time, a few different times, and I cleaned out and organized my email, my phone, and my laptop. It took a few hours for sure, but oh my gosh, does it feel amazing. And it just like, I feel like I can just breathe for a second. I feel like I have clarity and I'm not so overwhelmed. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like that is also a good step and just spend like a few hours, even if it's chopped up a little bit and just kind of clean things up. The next subject of things is all about setting business goals. So every year in January for me, I sit down and I go over all of my business data. I do look at this throughout the year, but I like to do a solid end of the year kind of meeting with myself just because all of the final numbers are in at that point. And I look at everything from growth on social media to sales, specific product sales. So I know what maybe services are performing the best. I also look at things like conversion rates, et cetera. Knowing your numbers makes you a powerful business owner. And I have multiple things in place on the back end of my businesses to help me track this data throughout the year so that it's not super overwhelming or time consuming when that end of the year meeting with myself comes. One of those is my favorite trusted resource that I have created, the Booked Wedding Tracker. That helps me with my conversions and understanding where my booked brides are coming from. It gives me data about where I should be showing up on social media. For example, in my business, 33% of our booked brides comes from Instagram. So I know that Instagram is my priority when it comes to social media, not TikTok and not Facebook. From there, I set goals for my business. And I think goal setting is so, so important. I typically stick to total sales that I want to hit, total number of weddings, growth on socials, things like that. And I actually have created a tracker inside ClickUp where you can set goals and it will keep a progress bar tracker which helps you keep accountable, but also motivated throughout the year. And if you haven't heard me talk about ClickUp, it is my obsession and you'll hear me talk about it a lot more. I'm going to mention it a little bit more in this episode itself, but also go to my website or Bridal Babe Society Facebook group and you'll find some more information about why I love ClickUp and how I use it in my bridal business. And then another thing that I am doing different this year is planning my businesses by the quarter with an intention to be a whole quarter ahead at all times and maintain that. This helps with not always feeling like you're behind or rushed in completing projects and tasks inside your business and your personal life. It also helps you plan out sales and things like that so you're not always so rushed and stressed because you're just keeping up with business. And if you don't have a plan or a roadmap to follow, it becomes very, very hard and it feels like a burden. So this means I am planning out our makeup class schedule, podcast episodes, email marketing, social media, everything. This is really going to help me be ahead of the game and not always just keeping up. Like I was saying, it does help you have that roadmap to follow. And I so badly want a roadmap and not just a roadmap, but like a roadmap that I can duplicate year after year. And that is what I have been creating inside ClickUp. So I do use ClickUp to do this and it has been a game changer. It is a project management software. So basically, It can do more than I could even describe talking to you. It can do so many things. It also is very overwhelming. 
a long time ago, I made a ClickUp account. I tried to learn it and I said, fuck this and went somewhere else. And then I'm back as of a few months ago and I'm watching YouTube videos. I mean, I have spent hours upon hours, you guys, trying to figure this out and make it work for me. I know there's so much more to learn about its potential, but I have created templates and different things to use for my businesses and even my personal life, like homeschooling my daughter, my finances, managing my debt and paying off things. And it just makes my brain feel so organized. And I've been able to get rid of so many other apps, which is amazing. So basically, it's just helping me get rid of all the other apps that I use to manage my life and business and put it all into one. And I do actually have ClickUp templates coming soon for those of you that are familiar with ClickUp or are looking for a solution that can host and manage their entire life, which is ClickUp. And then the next subject I kind of wanted to chat on real quick is just like work-life balance. So I know I'm probably going to get laughed at for this, but I have just very recently learned about the do not disturb mode on the iPhone. I know I'm late to the game, but holy shit, I love it. It really has helped me in reducing how much I pick up my phone, especially in the evening when I want to be laser focused on spending quality time with my daughter, Haven, because she deserves that. And it has helped me a lot, honestly. I didn't realize how much I was doing it, and it really actually made me sick. I have a routine set up on that, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. It automatically goes on. I don't have to think about it, and it is amazing. The other thing is if you don't already have this, make sure you create office hours and average response times and stick to them. So whatever you decide, make sure you add this to your website, communications, workflows, guides, social media, all the things, just so that when people do reach out, they are aware and you're setting and managing that expectation for them. So that no matter where a lead is coming from or contact, whatever it is, you've done a thorough job on making it clear to what your office hours are and they can read that and they can wait for you patiently. I highly recommend designing your office hours around your real life, not the society norm. So whatever works for you, design it around that. Make sure you're thinking about your kids' schedules, your partner, working out, whatever's important to you. Prioritize the things that make you a better you and then design your business around that. That is the beauty of being your own boss. You can literally design your life down to the T. And I love that about entrepreneurship. And that is or a huge reason why I would never do anything else, right? But yeah, set the response time for something that is also realistic for you, just so you don't feel pressured if you do see something come in. You're like, okay, I know my workflows and all the things I have set up to work for me on the back end is taking care of that. All right, that's pretty much it for today. So like I mentioned earlier in the episode, something that helped me is to make a list. So make sure you do that. I really feel like it will help you just get clarity. And when you have clarity, you can take on the world. So Bridal Babe, if you are feeling burnout, overwhelmed, or like you're always behind, maybe try some of these ideas to help you take on 2024 from a better headspace. I'm wishing you a tremendously successful, peaceful, and content 2024. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll chat with you in the next episode. Any links or things I referenced in this podcast episode can be found in the show notes. Bye, babe.